Welcome back, community group leaders, to this week's episode of The Deeper Podcast, where we partner with you as you grow closer to God, His Word, and people. This week, we're going to be taking a look at blessings, focusing in on 1 Timothy. Going on our journey today, I'm your host, Cody Leekian, and we're joined here with Joe Hishma. Joe, so glad to have you back. Glad that you got to take some time off and... Thank you. It was good uh, to get away for a week and then to come back, and uh, I'm excited about this weekend. Yeah. Speaking of this weekend, we're in a new series. We are. Can you kind of give us a little lay of the land of where we're going to be going? The artwork is pretty cool. Yes. Um, So we're coming up on Thanksgiving, and I always want to be intentional around Thanksgiving because it's it's my favorite holiday of the year. It moves The eating part? What's that? Eating. Because it's all not not necessarily eating. I think it's the gathering that uh, gets me. So getting families together. Uh, you're gathering. No one's expecting a gift. Okay, and so there's huge. The, yeah. There's no pressure on that. And really, uh, I love deep relationships. And so yeah. this is an opportunity with your family to gather and to be grateful to the Lord and to express something to them of their worth and value and significance to me. So I've always tried to do something around this time where I've uh, been a blessing to my family or said a blessing over my kids or spoke into them. And so I'm inviting the church to join me in a tradition I've been doing over the past um, decade or two on this. For the series titled Legacy Letters. Legacy Letters. And what I want to do is ultimately inform, inspire, and uh, equip our congregation in writing letters to people who are significant in their lives. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. And again, I just would say over this past year, losing my dad, I've realized how important his words are to me now that he's gone. Yeah. And I remember him. And uh, when I, after he passed and I came back to church, I, I got hundreds. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I think I got 200 postcards. Oh, wow. From people in our church writing, not just signing a card, but writing how much they're praying for me and supporting and um, are lifting me up to the Lord. That just did something. It really helped in the grieving process to know there were other people uh, around me, our church family that was upholding me in prayer, that was encouraging me and supporting me during this difficult time. And so I thought, wow, if they can do this with me, how yeah. what could it look like for our church to be intentional with being a blessing to key people in their lives? Yeah, that's going to be huge. And what a fitting time as we're, like I said, entering into this Thanksgiving period. That's right. So we're looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, so as we go diving into this week's message, focusing on First Timothy, can you kind of give us a little lay of the land of where we're going? Where are we going? What's the point yeah. of First Timothy? Sure. So what does First Timothy have to do with the blessing? Most of it's instruction on how to lead the church. Yeah. Uh, what I'm going to do this weekend is um, I'm going to be tracing this whole picture of the word Barak in the Old Testament, which means to bless. And we're going to look at uh, the, the flow of God's blessing, that it comes from God to us and to us, through us, to others, and ultimately back up to God. Okay, and so we are blessed by God to be a blessing to others and to bless Him Hmm. as a response. And what happens when we live in this blessing? 
Old Testament, it was this relationship of being the people that was based on the Abraham, Abrahamic covenant of I will bless you and make your name great and make a great nation out of you. Those who bless you, I will bless. Those who curse you, I will curse. Yeah. And in you, all the nations of the world will be blessed. I, I mean, that's a great blessing from God. They sure. chose, most of their history was cho- chosen away from God, pursuing other gods. Mm-hmm. So they chose to walk away from the blessing of God, and as a result, they, their lives um, moved into the badlands, and they moved into uh, pursuing other gods who could not satisfy. But God said, I will, I will pursue you again. Ultimately, he would do that through Christ and bring the blessing of, of, us, uh, of him back to us, the church. We would be his people of blessing, and we're called to give that blessing of the gospel, the character of Christ, and the gifts and abilities and resources God has given us to each other and to the world. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. Looking forward to it. So, as we go taking a deeper dive, what does this week's passage teach us about living in the blessing of God and giving that to others? Okay. So, when Paul talked to Timothy, uh, he was telling Timothy to go to the church in Ephesus and be the leader there and to spend the rest of his life there building in protecting that church. Church in Ephesus was his pride and joy. He was as someone who was ultimately going to die. He gave uh, 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. 1 Timothy, uh, right after he was released by Nero from his first imprisonment in Rome, and 2 Timothy, as he was again arrested and put on trial, ultimately would die. Uh, and so he was saying, he was ultimately saying, look, Ephesus, you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And Timothy, you are my true son. Timothy, Timothy guard the good deposit that's in you. And, and to live out that blessing by protecting and entrust and uh, stewarding the church of Jesus Christ to be a blessing yeah. in Ephesus. That's super encouraging, and I really enjoy it. The letters to Timothy are some of my favorite. Are they? Yeah. I like my first, second Timothy and the, you know, the pastoral epistles. Yes. They're, they got a special place in my heart. Yes. And they aren't a, a quick read all the time. You have to no. figure things out of why he, why this, this teaching is important for the church, which part yeah. re- was in the first century, which applies now to the second century in the practices that they do, or not second century, 20th, 21st century. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we have to figure that one out. It's, it takes good interpretation and uh, the leading of the Holy Spirit to understand everything he's saying in them. Yeah, they're not terribly long, but they are jam-packed. That's right. So That's right. Really good reads. So as you're going through your time of study, I know through the run-through you had a lot of different passages to cover. Yes. So like, what else did you have that you weren't able to cover or that you okay. had to cut because of time for Yeah, the one of the things you, you guys don't get to see is we do a run-through on Thursday morning, which is right before we do this podcast. Yeah. And so that what, what I gave in the run-through this morning was far more than I'm going to be able to give in the message, and that's what everyone told me. You shared way too much. <laughs> so here's the thing. That word... Barak, or blessing, is used 800 times in the Old Testament scriptures. Wow. 88 of those times, so over 10%, is in Genesis alone, out of the 39 books of the Old Testament. So Genesis gets that. It's a key word. It's what God was forming and created with blessing. He related with blessing. And so as you look at that, uh, Genesis is that key book. I shared a lot in Genesis on that. Uh, another 80, or just a little bit over 80, 82 or 84 uh, uses of that word are in the book of Psalms. So we're 
bringing God that blessing. You bless us. We bless you. We bless others. And then the remaining amounts are kind of just scattered throughout the Old Testament scriptures. But the continual picture is God is the source of our blessing. He's given it to us. We're to live in that blessing, under his blessings, receiving it, and giving it and living it to others. Yeah. So that's really good. Lots of scripture to cover. Lots of scripture to cover. (laughs) Footnotes can be super deep on that one. Yes, that's right. That's right. So uh, given the nature of this a topic and the season that we're going into, I like to do something a little different. Okay. So I like to, at the end of your message, you give a calling about writing letters and yeah. what that looks like. Uh, I like to unpack that a little bit and okay. talk about what that looks like for you and what your like intentions are for that. And can you kind of just give us a, an sure. idea of that? So something a little Absolutely. more practical. Yep. We're moving right into the practical. Yep. And I know that my small group this upcoming week is actually going to write letters during our time. Because oh. at the end of the message, I'm going to ask everyone to think about five people that they can write a letter of blessing to for Thanksgiving. Okay, so we've got some time now. It's not the week of Thanksgiving. It's not going to rush you with getting everything done. And again, you don't have to buy any presents yet. Hopefully, you either have them all bought or you're waiting for Black Friday. So (laughs) you can... It's not on the radar. That's right. So you can take your time. And what I'm asking you to do is think of five people that you can write a letter to of blessing. And that will include what you see in them, what you pray for them, and then ultimately your heart for them. Okay, so when you look at those three areas, what I've done on that, and Cody, are you okay with I, that I just share how I've been doing this yeah, right now, preparing let's do it. it? I don't have my letters written yet, but I have a blank sheet of paper with each of their names on there, and I just spend a time, you know, brainstorming. I have their name, and I, what do I think of when I think of them? Who are they? What do I mm. see that's positive? Yeah. Not what do I see that's negative? Because this is going to be a letter of a blessing, blessing yes. not a cursing. Right, right, right. Okay. Even if you have someone who's difficult, like an adolescent whose you know, room is dirty and um, they've just said the nastiest words to you in the morning, <laughs> you would want to keep them from the blessing, but they're your child. So right. it's important for you to put that down and just to write a few things. And I would say max three things that you see in them. Okay. You're a caring individual. Or you're the first in our family to think of others. Or mm. you um, you have you you are a good person at forgiving others. You don't get even. You don't get revenge. You give grace. Mm. Um, I love how you. I love how you relate to your friends. I love how you are great at sports. I love uh, how thoughtful you are of others. Something again, character, not just competency. Okay. Yeah. So character, who they, who are, they are. That's right. Not just what they do. Gotcha. And balance that because it's not just what they, you know, do. It's not their performance and that's conditional on my blessing. Yeah. It's who they are. You want to write that. Secondly, what do you pray for them? If you could pray for them uh, for the blessing of God, what would you pray for? One might be, I pray that you would have a deep relationship with Christ, that you would love mm-hmm. him above everything else in this world. I pray that God would use this difficulty or challenge in your life to make him make him the this front and center and that you he would give you joy in the midst of this struggle. I pray that God would would heal you of this sickness. Okay? And because I see him using you in the world today. Mm-hmm. Um I pray that you would know who you are and whose child you truly are. Yeah. Okay? 
Um, different things like that. That when when you long for people to pray for you, what do you long for them to pray for you as? You know, yeah. and a lot of those are going to be more than just you know getting to be on first string on the for, on the football team yeah. or getting the job that you want or landing the career or or major or school that you're trying to get into. Yeah. It has to be really what are you praying uh, for them. Hmm. And then finally, when you think about your heart for them, this is really blessing. Um, I want to be that person you can count on uh, to be one of your first calls if you ever need anything. Yeah. Uh, I want to support you in this way. I, um, uh, you can count on me to be there for you. Count on me to pray for you. Something of I will. It's kind of that commitment of endearing yourself to that person by blessing them. Okay. So what are you doing to make this special? Are you just taking and just putting it on paper in a digital age where everything is like so like text messagey and just that act of putting on paper? Is there something special in the yeah, paper? Think, so are you I hiring a calligrapher? Type of I don't know about a calligrapher, but ultimately I want this to prime the pump in me, mm. so that I this won't be the only time I do it. Yeah. I, so the only way I'm going to get better on it is to start. And to have it in my own writing is important to me hmm. because um, I can see, and I like my dad would write with chicken scratch, okay? <laughs> but I knew any letter I got, it was that was from him. I could tell right away. There's something about personality that comes yeah. out in your in your uh, penmanship. So I would encourage you to write it out. That's what makes it a little bit more special than a font, you know papyrus yeah. or something like that font <laughs> i would i would handwrite it if you can if you can't um then i would type it out but something that they'll remember this by and that's meaningful uh typically how long does this letter go okay are we talking like front and back handwritten on an eight and a half by 11 or is this like uh, a it's eight again, by five I don't think there's any, you know, you could write this on a three by five card if you wanted. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would not write the five page because that's going to be such a big challenge for you every time you do that. Yeah. It's better to do something you can do first and build on that in the future. Yeah. But start what seems natural to you. And uh, some people, when they get a five-page letter, they go, oh, brother, you know? They start skimming. Um, And they start skimming. You want them to read it, so one page is probably best, and uh, at the least, I'd say a 355 card. Gotcha. And these full sentences, not just like bullet points? Yeah, I would would write out full sentences if you can, okay? Because you tend to appreciate when someone fleshes it out rather than someone tries to save time and, um, you know... Uh, truncate their words. You are one, two, three. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, share an experience. Oh. Um, hey, I saw that you were thoughtful when, again, if this is a four-year-old little girl, when you could have kept that toy to yourself, but I saw you sharing it with your friend. Oh, okay. so you wouldn't put an age on this. I you would do put it. An age on it. No. Even if they can't read. Even if they can't read. Because then oh. you could read it to them. Yeah. That's the best age to do that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, this is people blessing. You want to be a blessing. Wow. Yeah. I like that. I I do remember a lot of handwritten notes that I've had from mm-hmm. parents and stuff. And, I mean, one in particular of when, you know, driving lessons didn't go well. And <laughs> a letter of apology of just, like, dad, yeah. like, yeah, I didn't mean that. But, like, yeah. 
please forgive me. And so I probably should have written that letter to my sons when I was teaching them how to drive because I that was the worst. That was me uh, at my worst. <laughs> yeah. Driving's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but uh, what I'm but, yeah. saying, Cody, is you've got an opportunity. We all have an opportunity, and this this is what makes it exciting. Yeah. If all of us, if everyone who came over these next three weeks were just intentional like this, think of the thousands of people who we could oh, be yeah. blessing to. And again, we don't do this for us. Right. We do this for them, and in in hopes that. God would work through this to continue to move through them and to uh, show them his blessing, not just in Christ, but in uh, what he has given in his generosity to us in our lives, to yeah. live gratefully. Yeah, that's going to be huge. I mean, five is, it seems like a lot at first, but when we think about if everyone does five, mm -hmm. the impact that that can make on the that's city, right. on our community, yeah, man. Just in our families alone. Yeah, and and here's here's the deal. Um, I can't tell you how many guys I've had in my office who have said my, they never felt a blessing from their father. Okay. Yeah. And their fathers didn't wake up and go, "How can I curse my son today?" Right. But they just didn't have an intentional approach, um, or they saved everything for the last few seconds. Okay. And I'm yeah. just saying, don't miss out. Don't miss out. We're, we are called to be a blessing in this world, and that calls us to live in the surplus of God's blessing, not the deficit. And if we're going to be surplus people, then the more we give, the more we'll get from Him, because He's the source of our blessing. Hmm. Have you ever thought of that? The more people I'm blessing, the more blessed I'll be from God, because blessing flows from Him to fill up my cup to flow over to others. Hmm. So this might just yeah. make us more people to live as people who receive the blessing of God more in our lives, rather than look for a blessing outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. What a great opportunity. Yeah, and I pray it is. I really do. So. Yeah. Awesome. Will you pray for the leaders sure. as we go about preparing for this week? Absolutely. Father, thanks for this time. Thank you for each of our community group leaders. We lift them up to you. Thank you for the blessing they are to us, just in leading and guiding their, their groups. I pray that there would be an openness to do this and an availability of time and attention and resources to be a blessing to the people in our lives. It's in Christ's name we pray and for his glory and blessing that we live. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So a little bit different ending as instead of more like question based, we've got something applicable. So I'm really hopeful that it gave you guys some good ideas on what to do and how to replicate this in your own groups and would love to hear stories about how you guys go about bringing it into your groups and how it goes. So sounds great with that. We'll see you guys again next week. <laughs> <laughs>